Welcome to The Ripening, a spiritual director's thoughts on being and becoming. In this space, you'll hear short reflections from me, a spiritual director, one-on-one interviews with other spiritual directors, and some thematic panel conversations looking at some of the biggest questions in life and how spiritual direction holds space there. I'm your host, Karen Hibner. I'm a spiritual director, experimental photographer, and sound engineer in Denver, Colorado. Thanks for joining me. I'd like to welcome everyone to this month's panel around the topic of spiritual direction and meaning. Our panelists are Karen Hibner of Fodder and Kaisa Stenberg-Lee from Kutsu Companions, and I will be weighing in as well. My name is Raul Cruz, and I am with Open Window Spiritual Direction. The search for meaning is arguably a universal kind. When we ask questions such as, what is our purpose in life? And even wrestling with the question, does our existence necessitate an overall purpose? Our questions around meaning are often around the idea of personal fulfillment. Is this a worthy goal uh, for us to pursue, or are there potential trappings in seeing our purpose around the idea of personal fulfillment? So the overarching question before us today may be summarized as this. Is spiritual direction a helpful avenue in the pursuit of meaning? So let's start with the first question. How are your directees typically searching for meaning before engaging direction? Yeah, so I'll jump in there. Raul, thanks for setting up that intro for us as far as around spiritual direction and meaning. I appreciate that. Um, I have to say, I think no one really enters the space of direction with me and is like, man, I've just been having these really big questions about meaning um, or um or like emails me and is like, oh, I'd love to have a trial session because I'm asking all of these really big questions about meaning. But I think where it really shows up is that in the direction space, a lot of what we're talking about, at least specific to my sessions with people, boils down to purpose, identity, and questions like who is God? Um, what is God like? And all of those things that inform, that build on each other to create meaning in our life. So the way that I think about it is basically that like, even though we're not using that question like outright necessarily, that everything that we do in that space, whether it's the direct and primary intention of the space or not, builds on kind of that meaning or purpose or identity, kind of all of those questions um, that people experience in life. Mm. Raul, what do you think yeah. there? Uh, I, I would agree. I, I think that uh, I, I also was was um, thinking through uh, my directees and whether they come in with specific questions of meaning. I, I think we're searching for meaning all the time in small and big ways. But um, I was a bit of a loss as well because much of our discussion doesn't really center so much around this idea of meaning or purpose. Although uh, sometimes 
in part of the discussions, this gets contextualized around uh, questions of calling or uh, or vocation. Uh, I, I want my life to matter. I want my life to make a difference. But I think most of the time, I I it's helpful for me to semantically think of it as people searching for a relationship with God that is meaningful. And when I think of it that way, uh, it, it's a little easier uh, for me to see how this idea of meaning plays out in what directives are are looking for. Essentially, they're, they're, wanting, they're, they're wanting to know how to experience a connection or a relationship with God that moves beyond head knowledge and into meaningful experience, um, yeah, meaningful experience, uh, something that, that can be tangibly experienced rather than just a, a set of truths or uh, even do's and don'ts. That's kind of how I see it play out for me in, in my uh, spiritual direction practice. Yeah, I think that's huge. I like the distinction of like meaningful experience or relationship with God versus like versus like maybe the whole meaning of your life, which is also something that this is like Raul and I got to chat about this for a few minutes when we were kind of setting up this space. But for I and and don't let me speak for you, Raul, but the question was really challenging in a way because you were like, well, as Christians, the answer like the question of meaning has already been answered mm-hmm. as far as like connecting with Christ, like communion with God, um, like all of those things that's already been answered. So what, when we come to the space, so that's where I see your distinction of that. It's meaningful relationship with God versus finding meaning as a whole, mm-hmm. because that's already kind of like in your practice mm-hmm. is already answered. Yeah, I would say so. I would say that um, that uh, when you are doing direction with followers of Jesus, I, th- I think there is an, an, uh, an overall understood. In fact, uh, we might even look to the Westminster Catechism when they talk about what is the chief end of humankind, and it is to glorify God and to enjoy him. Forever. Well, even in the way, and that, that is one way of articulating that, but I think it's a good one, right? Because it, it also it doesn't just talk about, you know, our, that the chief end of man is to obey or to do certain things for God. It is to bring glory to him and to enjoy him. And those speak to experience. Mm. Yeah. Whereas, like, I can riff on that a little bit as far as, like, I am totally down, like, with the Westminster Catechism and that point and everything. At the same time, I feel like we're kind of, we're still in some way question, or at least maybe it's just me and the people that I work with, but we're still asking every day, like, what is the, what is meaning here? And then, and then wrestling for God to be that answer or that Westminster catechism, how they approach it to be that answer and trying to reset kind of all of our framework and our thoughts Hmm. back around that. So that's where I'm also like, man, spiritual direction is a really good resource there because I do find that I think even if that's the answer that predominates your reality, it's still, 
you still may be trying to apply that answer, you know, every day. In right. Some way yeah. Or another. Yeah. Yeah. You, you can't just take you can't just take that statement from the Westminster Catechism and go, okay, well then I'm good. Right. Right. There are there are practical applications, um, and we tend, uh, quite honestly, we tend to forget. I mean, this is one of the benefits of of, of actually accompanying someone mm. in their journey of faith is that, um, as you said, resetting or realigning might be another way to describe that and all of us including us as directors uh need that realigning in fact we were talking about this very thing before we started recording right um that we are needing to to personally live from these spaces of 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 understanding our, our meaning and our purpose so that we can then uh give that uh to our directees and and be uh worthy companions in the journey. Mm. Yes. That's good. Guys, any other, any other thoughts around this? Yeah, I, I do agree that the whole, um, focus on the satisfaction in our spiritual lives and our lives with God really kind of comes to the focus of the search of meaning and gives kind of a language and context, like a, a little bit of a, a sandbox for the conversation and uh, yeah I really resonate with that whole conversation that you both uh, were mentioning there around the narrative of God kind of like putting it on top of the data of our lives and then looking like okay how does this um, maybe I wouldn't say inform but how how do we read the data of our life with the lens of the gospel kind of on top of it. How does it Mm. um, inform us? How does it enlighten us or reveal what's actually going on under the surface? Um, Yeah. Yeah, it definitely gives the the language and the shape to the conversation. I I like like this idea of... of the, the gospel providing a lens because I think this leads really well into our next question that, that meaning is uh, I think part of the reason why we question that is because um, how we think about gaining personal meaning or purpose is very much impacted by the, the broader culture that we are in, I think. And then also maybe uh, even the smaller uh, culture, that we find ourselves in, depending on the folks that you know, our socioeconomic, uh, ethnic background, right? Our own circles of, of relational influences. And so we're, we're getting a lot of messages about what uh, our purpose and how to find personal meaning in life. And so in, in all of the directees that, uh, that we come in contact with, how, if we broaden this question, right, uh, not just in what the, the gospel lens of meaning is, but also how our directees are interacting with this, what kinds of questions uh, around this topic of meaning do you see your directees asking or wrestling with? Yeah, 
Yeah, I think um, I'm not sure. I think one of you said this earlier, but um, the f- the the first question that really pops into my mind is like, why do like do I matter? Why do I matter? Do I matter to God? Um, and like those questions, like the matter question, like what do I matter in this world? That's those are the kind of questions that come to to my mind as far as what I see underlying a lot of our conversations in the spiritual direction space again not that somebody's going to email me and be like hey I want to I want a session with you because I'm asking if I matter or not Mm -hmm. but that it all kind of a lot of what we're talking around does have a lot of these questions as the backbone to it and that can even vary into like why do I matter but am I enough like and who is God and who am I and those kinds of questions. And though those aren't like, what is the meaning of my life directly? I think all of those questions kind of circle around that. Like, is there meaning for my life? Um, and do I mm-hmm. do it? Like, is there meaning for like, does God have meaning for me? Mm-hmm. Like, whether it's for my life or just me as a being, too. I think those are the the biggest questions that I see kind of rising up in the space again, totally under the surface, totally masked by other, other kind of processings and questions, but that's what I kind of see undergird everything. Mm. Yeah. And I would say that some of what I hear is that some of those questions are sometimes asked in the form of like, does my pain matter? Does my suffering matter? Or, um, you know, relational things, um, some hard things in family relationships or vocational uh, dissatisfaction. So I think that's those kind of questions sometimes voice the deeper questions that Karen, you hit there. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that makes me think of something too, as far as like the most direct form of this question, I think that comes into the space is when people are questioning like how to enter different seasons of life. Like you said, like vocations, like if people are looking to change career or if they're wondering around their larger vocation as a whole, like that's where I think people are really like, does my life have meaning? What is my purpose? Like, and trying to discern around, like, what are my gifts and how have I been des- designed? And and how does that influence, like, my meaning and purpose in this world? Or mm-hmm. how can I play that out? So looking for those kind of next steps of, like, where do I go from here? And, oh, this is, this is what popped into my mind. Like, um, what am I doing with my life? Mm-hmm. Or where am I going with my life? Like, that to me is a question of meaning. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Do you have thoughts there, Raul? Yeah, I, I actually this idea of uh, of, of suffering um, and uh, to whatever degree that we tend to be experiencing is really um, where I see um, this I this idea of of what what is the meaning or the purpose in all of this, and that's that's a particular tricky one because that suffering varies in intensity. Right. We even have a way of talking about having first world problems and third world problems. Right. Um, I think even sometimes directees begin to to start questioning, well, are, are these things that I consider suffering? Are, are they even really worth categorizing in that way? But um, I, 
I think I also see this. Um, I, I, I tend to see a lot of, of folks struggling with anxiety or depression, and they would consider these things to be forms of suffering. They think that something is is wrong because that they're they're experiencing these these particular feelings, and they even see this as impacting. They see it as somehow somehow odd um, and out of line with their purpose in life. Even mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys ever see that in some of your directees. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I would uh, say too that there is sometimes this exploration of unresolved um, just unresolved issues or unanswered questions and kind of search of meaning around that like it's just kind of like the the why you know why did this happen why um, why this injustice or this you know suffering or pain in my life or someone who is dear to me um, yeah so that kind of unresolvedness of in between a state of humanity, I guess, that comes up sometimes uh, uh, kind of under the surface. And I would, I noticed too that um, the children and young people who I work with, they quite often work, work out kind of their search around meaning and ultimate questions in their drawings and play. Like there is themes of like evil and suffering and injustice, those those pop up in in spiritual direction sessions, um, yeah. Just work working out, kind of uh, exploring those themes and what it means personally to them. Well, our next question has to do with the kinds of practices um, that perhaps that we employ or encourage our directees to um, adopt that lead to finding deeper meaning. But I'd like for us to answer that question around this idea of personal fulfillment and purpose and whether we do consider that to be a worthy goal uh, in our uh, accompaniment with directees or do we see potential trappings in that whole discussion Mm -hmm. and how do we navigate all of that in in the way that we approach it through uh, conversation and even individual practices mm. in the folks that we meet with. What do you guys think? I could start by saying that um, I find it extremely valuable to have space to voice some of those questions and uh, even just be reminded or become aware of the underlying values that we hold. Uh, oftentimes, I feel like we, we, you know, function, we make decisions, um, we move through lives without really holding kind of, uh, you know, in front of us the values that we function out of or the beliefs, underlying beliefs that stir those, you know, life decisions. So... Spiritual direction is a really fruitful space for exploring those values and beliefs that we hold that we don't necessarily normally would have a chance to articulate, but are really 
evident when you start like looking at your life and how you how you move through your days. So, yeah, I think there is there's something there for sure. What are you, what are you thinking, Karen? Yeah, no, I'm just wrestling with um, that question of is it worthwhile or mm-hmm. is it self-fulfillment even or like that kind of thing. I'm kind of stuck there in my mind a little bit. Um, I think there's a lot of different quotes around how we get to know God through getting to know ourselves, um, which I don't think is the only route to knowing God, but I do think there's a piece of it there. And so I think the wondering around purpose and meaning of our lives and that sort of thing, especially in tandem to like experience of God and more so asking the questions of what does God have me? What will, what would God have me do? Why does God have me here? I think those are like definitely worthwhile and definitely um, not purely for self-fulfillment because that's how, we get down to the answers that lead us to creating action in the world. And I think action in the world is, is, is being, you know, that being God's hand and hands and feet to, uh, to shock myself and use a phrase like that. (laughs) Um, but I also think, yeah, I, I, I'm also, there's another line of thought here too, as far as, um, I think that whole conversation, as far as wondering around meaning, wondering around purpose, whether it's self, just for self-fulfillment or not, puts us kind of at the feet of God, wondering, like, what are we? What is here? What is all of this? That So maybe it's the same point, but that it points to where we can get all of the answers, because mm-hmm. we're not going to find those in and of ourselves. Because something that I was processing on while preparing for this conversation is so much of these questions, if we're simply in our own headspace answering, and this hits on what you're saying a little bit, but if we're simply in our own headspace trying to answer these questions, it is so riddled by our negative self-talk, our negative narratives, our own narratives for what we think we are, what our life is, what this world is, that we're never going to be able to break out of without divine inspiration Mm -hmm. and grace break out of those rhythms and so I think asking those questions or bringing those questions to the table in the direction space like you're saying just kind of blows it all open and what I was thinking in my mind kind of creates this neutral zone in or safe space in our minds where we're able to simply kind of access a little bit more of that being space with God rather than just our own cognitive answering all the time, um, which seems like a place that's definitely worthwhile as far as that's going to highly influence how hospitable we are towards ourselves, Mm -hmm. how we show up in the world. Like Mm -hmm. all of those things kind of come to mind, which I don't even know if that's even remotely close to answering the question that you asked. (laughs) But those are all the things that pop into my mind. I I, I love your your uh, use of the word hospitality mm. because I I do think that this is um, one of the distinctives of of spiritual accompaniment through direction, which is um, 
as you mentioned, Karen, this idea of, of knowing ourselves, not, not just so that we know ourselves, but seeing that as a means of knowing God and then knowing God as a means of knowing ourselves. And Augustine said, uh, said as much. Calvin, I mean, this is a very common uh, a process in this idea of knowing ourselves and knowing God and how those two interrelate. So if we take that idea of hospitality, being hospitable to ourselves and, uh, and then being hospitable to God, it, I think in spiritual direction, we're always encouraging people to not just become aware of God's presence and, and activity in their own lives, but in, in the lives of other people and in our world. And that that then evokes some kind of response and uh, this idea of being hospitable to God is, is a, a response. So the idea of welcoming, of greeting, uh, Padraig Otuma in his book, uh, Finding Shelter, uses this idea of saying hello or greeting uh, uh, certain aspects of, of his life, even the things that he doesn't really want to greet or say hello. In fact, one, one line from, uh, from that book, he says, I greet my story and hope that I can forget my story during the day and hope that I can hear some stories. You could see even in him saying, I, I, I want to be hospitable <laughs> to my life and my questions around meaning or purpose, but I also want to open myself up to what God is doing in our world and in the lives of other people and not just be completely focused on what's happening in my own life. Mm. I think that's a really good word. I really appreciate that. Mm. That's a good word. Yeah. Well, maybe we can uh, move to our last question. So the question is what types of answers have you seen in the direction space for finding meaning? I was thinking um, the process of discernment here and what it what its role is in finding meaning and wrestling with the why questions, um, and I think it's it's really significant, even in the way of finding and discerning around why am I why is it so important for me to understand this? You know, why am I constantly stuck asking the why and seeking and chasing after understanding um, whether whatever the, the question might be that we might be hooked? I think all of us find ourselves in certain seasons of life when we are hooked with this compulsion, almost finding meaning in certain um, aspects of our lives that or worlds that don't make sense to us. Mm-hmm. Um, and even coming alongside in spiritual direction in this discernment process that what is what is entangled in that pursuit for understanding and meaning um yeah i think discernment can play a really huge role in this helping to discern when it when is the time to let go and uh kind of embrace the mystery um and our humanity that um let God be God and us be human. Um, yeah, I don't know what what you two think about all that. 
Yeah, no, I think that that's right on. I think that discernment process is so key there um, and so huge. I think when I was rattling on this, the and this is all either comes from I can only speak of what I walk away with from my from direction for me. Um, and then I also usually ask, I always end my sessions with asking either what happened here today or what did the Holy Spirit do here today? And so that's where I'm kind of gathering my info. But um, I think bottom line, as far as it relates to meaning, I think people leave feeling more led or more connected that maybe these, and this hits probably on what you're mentioning as far as discernment, but, and living in the mystery a little bit, but I think they feel that maybe the questions, answering the questions aren't the point Mm -hmm. that they feel connected. They feel related to in the midst of the questions versus, um, feeling like they leave with like an answer, a direct typed out copy ready answer for what their meaning is for their life. Um, So that's what I think I came around to was that bottom line people feel led or that they feel more affirmed kind of in those places of those giant questions of who I who am I? What is my identity? What am I meant to do here? Those kinds of things, even if they don't feel like they have a direct answer, they feel affirmed that there is an answer, Um, Hmm. which I think is I mean, that gives me chills like that's I think that's huge. Hmm. Yeah, I love that. And the idea of really like what is God doing and even where is God? Like how how is he with me? He is with me in this. Even just that affirmation that God is in this, even if there is no answer or there is this wrestling. But even the fact that the reminder and experience, felt experience of God with me in this seeking um, is huge. Yeah. And then I think another layer of it, too, as far as like I, I, I take on all of that. But then also somebody just walked with me through that experience mm-hmm. of like there's an accountability there as far as like I can walk away feeling affirmed. And as soon as that kind of becomes a question in my mind or comes up again as far as feeling anxiety or um, anything around those bigger questions, I know that there's somebody else. I know that my spiritual director has been there with me. Mm-hmm. Um, in a sense and so not in, a, in an accountability way but as a as a support way mm-hmm. like not only can I walk away knowing that God is with me mm-hmm. but also that somebody witnessed that whole kind of conversation or process and they know too mm-hmm. that God is with me or, or you know that kind of thing I think that's a beautiful aspect of direction is that it's different than just journaling out mm-hmm. and getting to that affirmation place it's somebody has walked with you through it and can point towards it in a future session too. Yeah. Raul. Yeah. I think, um, I I think there is, well, I, I love Karen, what you said about this, this sort of foundational implied purpose that, um, that in particular the Christian approach to spiritual direction has, because the, the question of meaning is, is one that I think arguably all of us ask and to have this, this starting point 
right that it is to uh, however it is that we say it to, to know God and to be known by God and and to uh, and to base our identity and our reason for existence around our relationship to God. I think it's uh, it's something that brings peace and comfort to people because it is a starting point. I, I don't think it's it's the only answer. It answers maybe the big questions, but then that the micro questions around uh, like what what each uh, directee's life, how that plays out, questions of call and vocation. What what is it that I'm supposed to do with my life? It's very helpful to have it begin in that in that place, um, especially, I think, uh, when so, I should say the temptation, uh, I think that, that all of us wrestle with as directors and directees is to find our purpose around our usefulness, right? How useful am I? And our culture defines what is useful and what is not useful. I don't know if you, uh, you two have encountered the, the tricky nature of that but uh I, I was recently i was i was teaching a um a uh a, a day retreat on the the concept of of christian spiritual gifts and uh and the apostle paul's use in first corinthians 12 of, of of christians being as part of a body as members of a body as the arms and the legs and how each of them uh is is crucial and vital, right? And each of them is unique. And uh, w- one of the folks uh, who was a pre-med student in college uh, happened to mention the appendix being the exception because it serves no purpose. <laughs> it is not useful at all. And so, so, so here it is, right? Um, our, the, our one's purpose or meaning is defined by function or yes usefulness right and so for for this individual it's kind of a funny way to say it but it was right there's this one exception right if something is not useful or it it doesn't have a a particular function then does it really have a purpose or or a meaning Mm -hmm. right um and then i think the questions around is is it is, is our purpose and meaning tied to who we are fundamentally our identity as children of God and not just our function yeah. or our usefulness. Mm-hmm. That's a tricky one. I think that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good space. That's that's important. Well, that's, that's, that's all I have. Those are our questions. You could probably find a, a, a cooler way to use your, uh, your, your super cool like podcast voice to close <laughs> our time. Thanks for hosting us, Raul, and thanks for setting up all of those questions. This is really great space. Thanks for joining us on this episode of The Ripening. Have a question for the panel or want to get in touch with one of the directors? Email us through the Fodder website at fodderfodronline.com. Grace and peace be with you. Thanks for listening to The Ripening. The voice you hear is Karen Hibner. I'm a spiritual director under Fodder, F-O-D-R, 
a mental and spiritual wellness brand located in Denver, Colorado. Interested in spiritual direction, counseling, or more of our content? Check out fodder, F-O-D-R, online.com and follow us on Instagram at F-O-D-R online. <laughs>